Hey kids, Karen Lovett back for the Prepper Post News here on a Friday fun day. Fun Friday, January 21st, 2022 or thereabouts, give or take 15 years, I don't know. Welcome back everybody, thanks for watching, listening, etc, etc. You can find the show notes at freedomprepper.com. Camera seems to be slightly... You get what you get. Uh, so let's see what we got here. I think I'm still wrestling with the, sto the, the story I mentioned earlier in the week. Um, stuff. Uh, I think I'm going to tell it. It's uh, We'll see. I think you'll like. I think you'll also like the, uh, the results of this Rasmussen poll. Uh, it shows a 50-50 breakdown. Um, half the country is essentially retarded. And it's... This stuff's not even relevant. I don't know why we're... I, I, I just like looking at this stuff. I, and I know everybody else does too because they... Uh, it doesn't feel cold, but I can see my breath. I guess I should probably turn on the heater. We'll make do. Um, winter. Winter is back. Politics. Polls. It, it's the same stuff over and over. Daily Mail has another great picture-filled Daily Mail kind of report on the 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 march to war against Russia I, I think I really think this year they're gonna get it and it's not gonna work out they being the neocons and it's not gonna work out at all like they uh, like they want yeah they um, you know much like the military of any large country the Russians have exercises and they move convoys around and if they happen to do that near the you know, say trappy where you want to start a false flag, well then, I guess it gives you propaganda and it makes for easy striking distance for them. But anyway, we will see. We will continue to see um, that what, what should be, shall be. Um, also, yeah, I, I mentioned the, uh, I, a lot of stuff I, I don't report on because I, I, I don't think it's newsworthy or it's too suspicious. But, uh, you know, there, there's, I've seen the rumors and the background behind the rumors. Um, you may recall, uh, what was it, two years ago now, I say that a bunch of redneck morons kept 3,000 tons of fireworks in a warehouse in Beirut and it blew up. And some people, you know, I, I understand. I, I see the point when some people say, well, we all know that was a, a Israeli tactical nuke. I, I, you know, I can see that. I don't think it's the case, but I can see it. Can you see this? What if, what if the Hunga Tonga volcanic eruption was not a volcano? What if that was a, what do they, what do they call the thing? The Mark Six or the, uh, the Fisk? What if it was a uh, Zarbamba class autonomous nuclear powered nuclear armed russian submarine massive h-bomb uh, i don't know how would you check well this is down in the region where people forever you know everybody has been test detonating on the water underwater uh, apparently you could uh <clears throat> you could look at radiological signatures because uh anything like a volcanic eruption would throw the all the pre-existing radio you know, gamma particles on the bottom of the ocean up into the atmosphere and you could we have we have stations that monitor this kind of stuff all the time and you would see the more recent <clears throat> test detonation evidence like 
the U.S.'s <coughs> 60s operations. France, I think, was the last country that conducted tests down there. That would show up. Oh, and if it was a nuclear, a new, if it was a bomb that launched this stuff, a Russian bomb, you would have the new, the new radiation you could track. So you'd see three signatures. How do you check that? Well, you go to the EPA's uh, RadNet site and you just start looking. It, what, what's showing up? So you go to RadNet and it's down for routine maintenance. Again, how many coincidences? I'm not saying any of this is happening. I don't know. When is the maintenance schedule for? Yeah, you know, it was supposed to be over two weeks ago. I mean, it's the government, but it's a big who knows? Who knows? And honestly, I'm just not even concerned about it. Prep for this stuff, right? <laughs> Prep for get out of the cities, get away from the coasts. That's all you could do. Uh, anyway, let's see here now. That's rumors of war. There are real wars in progress right now. Some of them don't look like wars. This is kind of important. This could have been our feature, but. Anne Hendershot wrote an interesting, intelligent article, surprisingly showing up at the American conservative. Some conservatives are not stupid. They have awakened, and not all the way, but uh, they're not quite to the point of realizing that there is. There's no political fix for it, but Anne is all over this. With the uh, the march, what do they call this? We've got a new acronym, GLIDE. We're in the GLIDE path. We are gliding towards Gomorrah now. Um, it is cold out here. This is uh, a Biden State Department initiative, basically to, set, to spread pedophilia worldwide. And it, it's literally, it's what it is. It's this, uh, it's a government, corporate partnership to spread evil around the world to places where evil is not infested. Places like, I don't know, Russia. Russia, uh, Islamic countries, Eastern European countries, they don't put up with this, this stuff. Um, they come up with little platitudes like uh, strong democracies are inclusive democracies. You know, we had to destroy our freedom to save our freedom. Um, you know, this is real, and it's not just a Biden initiative. This looks a whole lot like what was going on under the uh, under Orange Man's State Department, and it's been in the works for years. Um, we've got Thomson Reuters is involved. Uh, the legal, you know, this is like Westlaw, Lexus. You know, this is this is big, deeply embedded in the American Bar Association kind of stuff, and they just they they they, they attack attack all these decent countries that still ban things like, um, you know, child molestation. Uh, that's why I say it's, uh, you know, they say it's, what do they call it? They got so many acronyms. I'm so tired of this stuff. Where would LGBTQI plus? And I always say plus V, P, and C. Vampires, pedophiles, and cannibals. That is on the heel. Once they get your kids, they will finally want to eat them. Anyway, uh, that's real. But we should worry about Russia. Literally, we should go to war with one of the countries that refuses to go along with this satanic evil. Pick your sides. Uh, anyway, let's see here. Um, oh, speaking of politics, this this could be a double political feature. I think, I think I have found the Libertarian candidate of 2022. Uh, and this is this is uh, this is a Democrat, a demon, a demoncrat that the Libertarians should love. And should, I mean, I, he's in Louisiana. They should try to get him to wherever they are. Conservatives, 
you would love to vote for this guy. It's it, it's uh, he's a black Democrat pothead, and that's apparently that's his platform. He's running for U.S. Senate from Louisiana on the platform of I'm I smoke dope, legalize the weed. I mean that's uh, you know what else is there? It's not like you know the whole world is falling apart. In a way, since none of this shit matters. I can honestly see if you folks want to stay inebriated all the time. I mean, why not? I mean, the, the alternative, you know, would be to like stand up and do something. That takes effort. So whatever. Um, you got a, uh, you got the uh, the little uh, what's her, the Secretary of Agriculture. You got the fake the the, the dual national uh, woman Freiberg or whatever her name is down in Florida, who wants to unseat DeSantis and uh, she's deeply involved. You could get have a. Uh, uh, a, a split ticket of Homeboy, Freiburg, Marijuana Liberation Front. Uh, I think this is a winning combination. Uh, you know, we the Chinese are building just cities and civilization. We got, you know, Stone Age people making fire and wheels and just coming up. You know, the Russians are, uh, you know, setting off the Death Star technology in the Pacific. And we are collapsing into, uh, you know, whatever this this is but and hey I, I got something about big big tech big tech will keep shutting you out we know that um, I've had friends I just found out that uh, I, I promoted the book Saturday I promoted the very good book that you should probably look at and get a good laugh from uh, Confederophobia upon Graham I, I learned that that was temporarily blocked by by big Amazon uh, the same way that um, so many other books are sometimes it's not a temporary block sometimes they just throw entire authors or groups off we you this show used to be a regular feature on the youtube and we made uh we made uh frequent appearances on the social media platform formerly known as uh facebook now known as meta uh, that we were not we're not allowed uh anyway keep going to the big tech platforms they'll keep kicking you off i don't know why i put that in here sometimes the show notes just don't even make sense to me uh, let, uh here we have the uh, cnbc jim kramer and his crazy uh lunatics at the cnbc which is just that's like a you know what that channel is that's a that's a mainstream pornography channel for the financialistas i, I don't but there's they're, they're spinning lies uh, this is these are lies about nationalism disguised as lies about populism. They're saying the people of the world, despite two plus years now of utter authoritarianism, they want to go back to big government. And and I assume at the end of the I didn't read all the way through, but I'm sure it says bye, because that's all they ever you know all they ever say. Let's see here. We got the. Uh, what is, I don't even know what this is about. Uh, Freiburg's people, never happy. Never happy. You save them from certain doom in a situation they created, you're still at fault. What else is new? Uh, let's see here. Um, okay, here we go. The real Freiburgers, the folks in it, the good folks in Israel, keep giving us lesson after lesson after lesson that people like Jim Cramer are not going to heed. Um, <laughs> we knew this. And now it's 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 now it's science, definitive medical science. 
Israel has determined because Israel is the big is one of the big test beds. Everybody's everybody's vaccinated, double, triple, quadruple vaccinated. Surprise, surprise. Times of Israel says that four boosters, just not enough. Go back and look at some of the earlier reports. They haven't scrubbed them yet. They don't even bother. Two two shots, and you will be fully immune. Or two, three, four. 40, I mean, eventually I guess they'll have some kind of like permanent IV pump. It'll be like diabetics with the little, you know, insulin thing. Just a constant stream of this poison until you drop dead. Uh, you know, keep boosting until you die. Uh, decreased population. I include the song. Yes, I included one of the songs. And why did I include a song? Well, um, again, everybody knew this, you know, the science. What they call science is just absolute bullshit lies. RFK's book is a definitive treatise on how that works. The real science was out there. This stuff is poison. You might as well inject antifreeze into your veins. And when you die from doing that, you know, you die. A court in France, and this is not just French courts, has uh, denied a life insurance claim. This guy uh, took out a lot, hefty life insurance policy for his wife and kids and he uh, took the uh, the death jab and surprise surprise he died from it and the medical examiner for once did the job and said he was killed by the vaccine he's a vaccine death and so the court ruled that uh you know what you uh, you take if you take out a life insurance policy against your death but then you do something that you know it's going to kill you like taking a fake poison, a lethal poison, fake vaccine, for a disease that's not even critical. This is a great ruling. You have essentially committed suicide, at least in the legal sense, not, and therefore your insurance company does not pay you for a suicide. Um, vaccine equals suicide, in the legal sense. I don't think this, for most folks, this is not a moral dilemma suicide they think they're doing the right thing they're not out to actually kill themselves i guess some people might i don't know but but you're not going to get paid for it that's interesting that's very interesting a great ruling read it where have we seen vaccine suicide before why in the lyrics to less human than human from vax tracks i got a link to that soundcloud song it's great um slightly vulgar lyrics but perfectly appropriate for uh for what's happening Let's see here. Oh, I want to even put the, <clears throat> the album cover. Love the Vax tracks. That's one of their better songs. I still like Bats the best, mainly because it has that Chris uh, Chris Hawk guitar. I think we're gonna get we're running far afield, so I think we're gonna do the uh, the bird story. But first, uh, you know, back when the hoax came out, all the churches closed. And if you showed up at the church, they, they said, go away. The police officer will not let you in. He'll arrest you if you try to come in the church. You know, <laughs> no church for you. Uh, communion, Eucharist, you can have spiritual communion. I immediately shot back, okay, then we'll have spiritual tithing. Apparently, that does not work out so well. CBS, uh, apparently, this, this is not a CIA plant story. This is journalists looking for something to report on. It takes them to North Carolina. Biltmore United Methodist Church of Asheville, I've been there, is for sale. Well, uh, already financially strapped because of shrinking membership, imagine that, 
and a struggling preschool, <clears throat> I bet that's related, and they're probably part of the 47% of the Methodists. Anyway, uh, the congregation was dealt a crushing blow by the hoax, or, or your, your, you know, blasphemous traitor, you know, clergy. Attendance plummeted, with many parishioners staying home as they were commanded to, you can't come in, or switching to other churches that stayed open the whole time. Imagine that. Real fellowship, real church, real money, not a problem. Fake church, no money, spiritual tithing, I guess it does work. Uh, Farewell, uh, I love Asheville, love, I love the whole, even, you could, you know what, you need to, uh, you need to deploy some kind of cleanup crew for all those, uh, those hippies that have just taken over downtown. It don't look right when you're, you know, you're trying to sell million dollar condos and you got a bunch of drug addicts, uh, excuse me, libertarians hanging out uh, with their uh, their campaign. I guess it's, it's not smoking dope anymore, it's campaigning for uh, Bubba Ray or whatever his name is. We don't do that here, we do Freedom Roasters Coffee. We'll get, we will eventually, we've got the K-Pods, we are working on the, uh, the IV pump to keep this stuff flowing in your veins at all times. Okay, how do I present this, this story? The hell with it. We'll just tell it. Gather around, children. It's story time with Uncle Perrin. If you're new to the show, sometimes I just randomly break off and tell boring old stories that I can barely remember the details for. If, if I don't remember the details, I just make them up. It's easy. Alright, so this story takes place, as all my stories do, back when I had a life a long damn time ago. Uh, I can't remember when. We'll say it was the 70s. It was about that long. I was It was back when I was a child. And I can't remember where this happened. I, I 99% chance it was somewhere in Mississippi. Just play along. Mississippi in the 1970s. A magical place that kind of looked like America. It was great. So anyway, I've mentioned this before, I think. My uh, maternal grandparents had an RV, like an old 1970 Winnebago. We call Winnebago's Winnebago. We call everything Winnebago's, even if it's uh, you know a Coleman or a, a Ford. I don't I don't know. It's like Xerox. It's it was a Class C motorhome. And my parents got to thinking, well, maybe we should look at a similar camper situation for us. So, uh, and, and many years later, in the early '80s, I think we ended up buying a pop-up camper that we used twice. And you know, it's one of those things that you're ever so happy to get rid of it. But anyway, this I'm gonna say it was a summer day. Pick a year, 1970-something, somewhere in Mississippi. We went RV shopping. Where? I can't remember. It seems like it was a big dealership, but it was way out in the middle of nowhere, which pretty much describes most of the Magnolia State. I want to, we'll just go ahead and say it was on the outskirts. You know, we're, we're just going to fill in the blanks. We went down to Meridian, and way out on the outskirts of Meridian, where the pine trees and the farms kind of give way to each other, there was a field full of RV campers, pop-ups, motorhomes, all this stuff, big place. And I was there and uh, my parents went looking around. We didn't buy anything, but we did a lot of looking. Now this being back, you may recall in America, young folks, it was different. Huge, strange place full of potentially dangerous machinery. What do you do with a small boy? We'll say age five, you let him run wild. So I just had a dandy time exploring while mom and dad looked at the whatever they were doing now this place in the back lot you know where little kids are not supposed to be 
like any good RV dealer, they had a family of goats living there. And I was not much taller than the goats, but I found the goats interesting and I went among them. I, I have missionary journeyed to the goats. It seems like half of the goats were friendly and I had a good time petting them. The other half were not so friendly and they kept butting me. So I'm, I'm doing this dance where I'm like petting one and like trying to hold back. It's a desperate struggle, constantly interrupted by the old man. Come look at this. And uh, the only RV, the only one the camper I can remember, it was a hot day and all that formaldehyde was rising, smelled horrible, and it was yellow. That's not the point of the story. Either going in initially or coming out then going back, in between the parking lot and the, uh, the main office, there was a little concrete sidewalk, like most places. I was walking along a few steps behind my dad, and this, by the way, this, this, this story may be slightly disturbing to some people, uh, deal with it. Uh, I heard a pathetic, tiny, screeching, chirping wail sound, a sad, miserable sound. And I looked, I looked down, and there on the, right in front of my feet on the sidewalk was a, uh, a little, uh, a little naked, featherless, pink baby bird on the sidewalk. He was about, you know, half thumb side, tiny thing, and screaming away, uh, obviously had, I don't know how it got there in bad shape it was in bad you know you can imagine a tiny flightless little bird dying he was doomed to die on the sidewalk and it was pitiful i didn't know what it was i was so young i didn't know what it was but i immediately felt sorry for it i knew it was a something in horrible distress and i said daddy what's this and he looked and said that's a baby bird fell out of a nest so i'm looking around and i uh I, I, I don't know where it came from. There was no nest around, uh, you know, how does, I don't know. I don't, it, it, just, it was just there and it was in trouble. So the man, old man did the right thing. He took out his handkerchief because, you know, men carry a pocket square. He took out the handkerchief and he stooped down and he rolled up the baby bird. And I didn't see uh, dove, quail, bird hunters. Sometimes you know you, what you gotta do. He probably did the honorable thing where I couldn't see it, probably with just a flick of the thumb. Go ahead and, you know, be humane. Then I did see him take the handkerchief, the whole package, and he deposited it into the, the, the resident trash can. I said, Daddy, why did you throw away the baby bird? Didn't make sense to me. He didn't explain, just kept going. I figured it out. It's the kind thing. The point is the baby bird, the poor little helpless baby bird. It was just, it was pitiful. I can still see it. It was pitiful. I see that baby bird frequently in today, all over the place, in my fellow Americans. Helpless, hopeless, naked and afraid, screaming and screeching, beset by a world of real problems that they don't see and obsessed with nonsense that doesn't even exist. So how should, oh boy, how should I, uh, you know, there ain't no no giant, some there's no kindly giant that's gonna come gently deposit you in a better place. It's up to you. Don't be the screaming helpless baby bird. Right? I hope you enjoyed this boring old story. I didn't know how it would turn out. Uh, you know it now as well as I do. Uh, you can make up your own details. That's all we got. Uh, let's see, today is Friday, so I guess tomorrow will be uh, I guess it's going to be updating. We'll see if we have a massive war in Eastern Europe. We'll see if uh, 
Russia and China have switched on the replacement currency for the dollar? I don't know. Um, well, maybe Brandon will do something fun. We'll, we will find out. Um, I think I'm done with the bird. I get the owls in the tree, the, uh, the baby bird. No more bird stories for a while. I'll see you tomorrow or Monday or something. Karen Lovett for the Prepper Post News. Have a fantastic weekend if we don't speak before Monday. Out and Deo Vindici. Dio Vindice.